You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Oz Network. And we come to you today with another spoiler-free review. It's been a little bit since we've done one of these and I'm excited to be able to do one of these with you today, sitting next to somebody incredibly beautiful, stunning and attractive. Sadly, Colin couldn't be here, so it's time to fill that void by getting Mallory Foster to join me. Hello Mallory, welcome back to the Oz Network. Hi Ben, thank I you. I don't know if you're welcoming me back. No, what? Well, I was okay. about to say I don't know if you're a co-host yet, or shall we classify you as one today? Or uh, I don't know if I'm ready for that oh. step in my life. Right, you can be on the brink, but not the Oz Network. Yeah, just a little bit more fancy. Yeah. Uh, but we're here today to bring you a spoiler-free review of Deadpool 2, the uh, the biggest movie. Out at the moment, well, sort of, Solo just came out this week, so uh, there's a few big movies. Okay, your experience with Solo last night, there were only two people in the <laughs> theatre on opening night, so... The Solo spoiler review coming soon to the Oz Network within the next seven days, but uh, Mallory and I went and saw Deadpool 2 the other night. We were expecting Colin to join us here, but Colin hasn't seen it yet, so he said we can just go out and away and do this, but... Um, First of all, initial thoughts. What what did you think of Deadpool 2? Honestly, I tried to go in with no expectations because I was afraid that if I went in with expectations, I would be disappointed, but it was really good. Like, I'd say as entertaining as the first one. As, but not quite ready to say whether it was better or worse than the first one just yet. We will discuss I'm that throughout sure. the episode. Not sure? Not sure. No? Yeah, I mean, I was the same, kind of, you know, you go into... I think a film like this has big expectations just because the first film was so universally loved and popular and it's kind of... It's a unique style of film that you want it to kind of live up to what the first one did but also try and do something new, which I guess is difficult. It doesn't want to be too repetitive. I mean, it kind of, to me, almost could have gone the way of The Hangover. I don't think you've ever seen The Hangover movies, but I mean, the the first Hangover movie was so universally loved and popular and kind of came out of nowhere, really made a star out of like Bradley Cooper and Zach Graffinakis and just all that sort of stuff. And then there was always inevitable that there was going to be a second one, but the second one was basically exactly the same movie. So that's where that kind of fell into a trap. Whereas this one, I think it does some unique stuff and it makes it very different. We were laughing out loud quite significantly throughout this film. Definitely. Um, and there's there's a lot in this movie that we can't really, I guess, talk about because in terms of spoilers, there's um, definitely a, a huge amount of in this movie that we can't really talk of. But I guess initially it's following our beloved Deadpool again. He's uh, tasked with fighting up against a new villain this time around, Cable, played by everybody's favourite Thanos man, Josh Brolin, the busiest man in uh, Hollywood this summer. And there's also the involvement of a, of a young child, another mutant, um, who we'll have a little bit, no doubt, to talk about. Um, of course, played by uh, everybody's favourite New Zealand actor, uh, who I've gone completely blank on his name right now, and I'm going to find that for you in just a second. Uh, but, of course, he was from Curse of the Hunt for the Wilder People. I keep saying Curse. I don't know why I was going to keep saying Curse. Um, but uh, everybody else, really, from the first movie returns as well, and we've got some new people going along with it as well. Did Did you like the story? Did you, you know, compared to the first one, there's obviously a bit more of a plot, I feel, in this one than the first one. I agree that there was more of a plot in this one than the first one, but honestly, I think I liked, like, the origin story mm. better. Mm-hmm. 
It's just like more interesting. I don't know. Uh, Julian Dennison, of course, is a young kid. I should mention him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, kind of going from straight from an origin story into this, and I guess the difference between this kind of being a superhero movie and other superhero movies is this is more of a, a, an absolute comedy, which ultimately people want the gross out humor, the the breaking the fourth wall, you know, the pop culture references, all of which are here in an absolute abundance. Um, lots and lots and lots of everything along those ways. But there really is one, again, we can't really talk about it, but I mean, I think kind of the opening five to ten minutes really do set this out. And I wasn't expecting what happened in the first ten minutes to really kind of play out what was the rest of the movie. You got that look on your face that you can't remember what happens. (laughs) I mean, it was a very big main plot point. I think I remember what happened. I think you, you kind of would establish just just read someone that someone dies. Yes, someone dies, which kind of sets also yes. Oh wait, what was the other thing? I don't know. Also, the James Bond part. Oh, okay. That's one spoiler bit I want to say. I did mention this to uh, Josh on our um, brink little bit. I did, but it's, it's it's a spoiler. It's not. But the if people are aware that Celine Dion has recorded a song for this film, which. You know, it's an okay song, but when it's used in the if movie... If you listen to the song separately, you're like, how is this ever going to fit into Deadpool? Yeah. Like, but then they basically use it in an opening sequence, which is just a direct parody of a James Bond opening title sequence. It's really funny. Which is hilarious, and it works really well. Like Then you're like, okay, that's where that, that song definitely works. And just while we're on the topic of when I mean, we're going all higgledy-piggledy here with everything, but... Uh, the music in this film is fantastic. The, okay. the, it all works out incredibly well throughout the film. Um, I mean, the casting, I mean, start off by talking about your boyfriend, Ryan Reynolds. I mean, oh, there's, nothing, Ryan Reynolds. there's nothing really we can say about him that hasn't really been said. I mean, he just is amazing. He is just perfect amazing. for this role. Yeah. And wonderful to look at. Do you, even, even with the burnt skin? Uh, <laughs> I still love you, Ryan. But, but like, I think what he he lives his character so much, and that I mean you weren't really aware, and I was telling you about it that he really fought for this character to be made into film. That's how the first one finally got made. It kind of exceeded all expectations, and then now it's just living up to this hype. So I mean, this is really one of those characters you just can never see anyone else playing Deadpool. True. Like he is the epitome of of Deadpool, yeah. and I think what's really funny about this role, and particularly in this film. Is the self references to himself? Oh, it's so good. Like, Sorry, Canada. It's it's just there's so much to this film about it, and one that I definitely won't spoil. But the closing credits are just particularly one scene in which he's absolutely referencing himself. Yeah, absolutely hilarious. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've always liked Ryan Reynolds. I I don't think I've probably seen as many films as you have. I mean, you discovered that he was in a TV show in the nineties, which you'd never heard of. Which yeah, I and I haven't watched up. it yet. Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place, which is what I remember first ever seeing him. And then he was in Van Wilder, Party Liaison. I don't think you've ever seen that. Nope. It's it's okay. It's like a gross-out teen comedy, kind of like an American Pie sort of movie. Okay. Um, and what else is he? I've never seen Green Lantern. Because he did need do a bunch of I, films that just flopped out considerably bad. I really bad. think that I have seen Green Lantern, but I can't remember it. That's probably most people's viewpoint of when they watch Green Lantern. From yeah. Um, the Proposal. That's the Sandra Bullock one, that right? Is, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that because I like good. Sandra Bullock. It's that, good. That, like, one Razzies, didn't it? <laughs> did one pretty what? Razzies. Like, What's a Razzie? Like, the opposite of an Oscar for, like, worst actor and actresses. And <laughs> it got really funny. Really bad. Oh, I, think, I love that Sandra, movie. It did, because Sandra Bullock made history by winning an Oscar and a Razzie in the same year. 
<laughs> so, that's terrible. Um, I've I've seen him in other things. Like he's just, I mean, he's been around for a long time, Ryan Reynolds. Yes, but he's uh, an old man. But uh, he is forty. He's in his forties. I think we found out. Yeah, but he's kind of one of these actors that I think doesn't really age. As in, like, he always... Ryan Rodney Reynolds. Rodney Reynolds. Triple yes. R. Ro- Ryan Rodney Reynolds. Um, did you want to talk more about him? More? Oh, I'm just looking into what movies he has Oh, right. Good question. Good point. I-, I just wanted to ask a oh, quick... Oh, wow. Well, look at his facial at? hair there. It's quite abundant. He's so attractive. Yes, he is. Um... um you want to keep looking at that, never mind. There should be, like, a list, right? There's no list. There, there would be. I don't know what you're looking at. While I find this list for you, um, Josh Brolin. Now, we talked about him... He's the bad guy, right? Yes. He's Cable. Uh, He's the one we talked about, obviously, a bit during um, Avengers. Yes. And I I think I mentioned that. Not attractive. That's the question I was going to ask. But I'm a big fan of Josh Brolin, so I, I really like him. But I think he's had a pretty good summer. Being in probably the two biggest films of the yes, summer. Yes, he's made a lot of money. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, did you like his villain though? I I didn't know because again, I'm not a comic reader. I don't know how to read, so I don't I don't I didn't know what to expect. I've never heard of Cable except for the guy who used to work for our show. Um, so I didn't know what to expect, but I kind of liked the villain. It, it, he took an interesting turn halfway through the movie. I agree. I think that that made me like the villain more. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't know what to expect, like, coming from Thanos and knowing that he was Thanos. I think that that might have put a spin, sorry for that little burp there, Um, kind of put a spin on that for me because I was like, oh, like, this could be super weird. Also, I'm pretty sure in the um, commercial, there's the thing with his eye. His eye is super weird and freaky. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't like that. The, The one thing that I will say about his introduction is that it was kind of random, as in, like, it just it just happened. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no... Like, you're watching sort of a certain type of movie, something happens in the opening ten minutes which kind of leads on a path, and the, the one criticism I'll have for this film is that the first one gelled a lot, like, everything kind of blended in with each other, and there wasn't sort of those elements of just randomness outside of the humour, whereas... I think the introduction of the Julian character, we'll talk about him in a second. He, he was not Julian, but the actor, Julian. And then when Cable was introduced, it's kind of random and, like, it just kind of comes out of nowhere. That's the one thing I will say that I didn't I necessarily like about it. the Cable, like, villain is almost opposite of Thanos in that, like, the new Avengers movie is completely about the villain, whereas... Deadpool is not, and I think that, like, you don't get his backstory until he's already fully in the movie, if that I'd makes ag- sense. Yeah, I'd agree with that, uh, definitely, and it's kind of just, even then, and Julian's, Julian Dennison's character, Russell, or Firefist, is kind of also very much, even then, you don't really get a lot of background with him, kind of what no. turns out with his character, and we'll talk about him in a second, but it was he's just- not funny. Yeah, that that was a disappointment to me because I know you haven't seen Hunt for the World of People and again, I can't recommend that movie enough to people out there. It is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen and I can easily see why this kid is, you know, on everyone's radar as being in things because he's great. But this type of movie just, it isn't his style. Like he, you said it, that he wasn't a very good actor. I, I, I think he's a good actor. It's just his acting ability for this type of role wasn't suited to him and like he didn't have enough comedy to work with in this film and I really thought that... 
him based off his character of Hunt for the Wilder People mixed with Ryan Reynolds would be perfect. Like, just the way they would gel with each other. But you, they barely had any screen time. Like, it wasn't really about them. It was mainly about Deadpool and, and Cable, really. Like, with only glimmers of kind yeah. of Deadpool and, and Russell. But, yeah, I wasn't a fan of, of Julian in this movie, which is sad because he's so good in Hunt for the Wilder People. Again, I haven't seen it, so it cannot agree. But you didn't really like... No, I his. really didn't like his character, or... Yeah, he just was not good. Yeah, it just didn't suit it. And what I, I think was kind of interesting, because, I mean, Deadpool is obviously part of the X-Men universe, so the X-Men references in this film are a little bit more abundant. They're than in so the, good! They're one, so good! There's one scene in particular, kind of, when they're in the mansion just making jokes about, um, you know, why is it so empty in here? And it's kind of just like a brief little scene in the background, which is so funny. Um, and what's his... Who's the big silver guy? Um oh. That um, um, Colossus. Colossus, yeah, he's hilarious, uh, and I like um, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, um, but she's not in it as much as I was hoping to. But she's got a new no. Japanese sidekick, though. She's hilarious. Just the the interaction between her and Deadpool is so funny. Yeah, uh, and then we kind of get this introduction to X Force, which again, it, it's very random, but I think what they do with it's really funny. I'd li- yes. yes. Like, because we get kind of Domino's the main one that we basically have with that, but then just the side of the people, like a random cameo from Terry Crews, uh, the big black dude from Brooklyn Nine-Nine that oh, you yes, love. Yeah, I yeah, like Terry him. Crews. I like yeah. him. Uh, and just that whole situation with x No, it was really funny. It was so it was funny. Really funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it is, it, no point in the movie, I think, are you not entertained. It's and but it's actually it's even got a bit of a an emotional side to it too more so than the first movie. I think it's like it's almost faster moving than the mm. first one, mm-hmm. um, which I like. Like I like that I didn't get bored. Yeah, and it's it's kind of the opening stuff when you've got like the music and he's kind of mentioning that he's gone international now and kind of just some of the things that you see uh, set to Nine to Five by Dolly Parton's quite funny. Um, but yeah, and all the stuff with Vanessa too is great. We haven't really mentioned, uh, Vanessa Morina Baccarin. She's pretty. She, I like her because, I don't know if she's you've, pretty. If you ever watched Homeland, she was kind of in the first few seasons of Homeland and then, um, she's pretty. Yes, you've said that. Uh, the show V, which they rebooted, she was kind of the main alien in that. So, you know, I, I like her and she's, she's good as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just fun. There's, there's not a whole lot more to say about it. I mean, this is definitely not a movie to take your kids to. Uh, <laughs> no. There is definitely a lot of uh, very graphic... Or your mothers. Graphic or your grandmothers. <laughs> or... Yeah. Yeah. Um, not a first date movie? I don't know. It depends no, on, well, no. Well, it depends on the no, date. No, no, no. <laughs> like, not a first date movie. Um, unless your respective other specifically says, let's go see Deadpool, then yeah, probably... But uh, were you grossed out by the violence in this yes. film? Yes. <laughs> Particularly getting torn in half. Oh, I wasn't sure if I was allowed to mention that. Oh, you know, you can just mention that somebody gets torn in half in this movie. That's not spoiling it too yes. much. The guts are literally spilling out of this person's are... body. It was really gross. It was really, really gross. But again, done in a, a funny manner. The one, actually, yes, the one, but it was really gross. The one that I want to mention, and I want to find the actor's name, is the Indian cab driver guy who's oh, I back. I love the cab driver. He's <laughs> so funny. He's like back as such. Like he's in a lot more of this movie than he's in the first one. And Weasel, the bar guy, 
who I just realised that was his name. I didn't know. I didn't know that was his name. But he's he's in it a little bit more as well. So I and, like the bar guy and the bl- the blind woman. The she is not in it as much as she's the first not. one, no. but she does make an appearance, and that's greatly appreciated. I think a lot of the humour too, which they kind of really upped at this movie, was it's based off a lot of other like pop culture films. So like you know Ryan Reynolds, just the way he kind of implements it. In there, there's one particular scene which I guess you didn't really understand because you haven't seen like Batman v Superman, but he kind of comes in and he's talking to Vanessa and he's trying to explain where he's been and he's like, oh, I was just fighting a, a dark caped superhero whose mother's also his name is Martha. <laughs> and it's just, it's, yeah, Batman v Superman reference is funny. Yeah, I don't get it. But there were a lot of references that I did get, mm-hmm. so that's saying something. There was a Thanos reference, which, of course, you kind of expected there to be something yeah. to do with Josh Brolin. Uh, and what was that one about when he's, at one point, he's mentioning, like, oh, you know, I want to go to that planet where it's dark and cold and no one ever talks about it and everyone there is quiet. And then the blind woman's like, what, Canada? It's like, shut your face. And they just like, <laughs> walk off or something like that. Yes. Yes, it's funny. Um, I don't know what else there really is, is to, to mention. I mean, I think th- there surely will be another Deadpool. I mean, I think this is kind of like a franchise. I mean, even yeah. even the references in the movie to there being a franchise, like when they fought X-Force, <laughs> it's like, we need to find younger people who will carry the franchise for the next 20 years. <laughs> like, that's yeah. funny. But, uh, I mean, how lo- much longer do you think they can milk this? Because I-, I feel like, as we were saying before, like there is that kind of fear that it's going to get repetitive because it is a certain style of movie. But do you feel this has got enough legs to con- Honestly, continue into though, more movies? I don't think anyone would be offended if it got repeated. So Does you- that make sense? Like, if they make Deadpool 3 and it's like a mixture of the first two, I don't think anyone would be offended. I think that they... Like, they just have enough entertainment value in there that it almost doesn't matter. It's just a unique genre of film because it's a superhero film and they're, everybody loves a superhero film. But at the same time, like, it's such a wise cracking kind of, you know, adult version of something yeah. which, to be honest with you, I'm surprised. I mean, it's only been, what, two years, three years since the first one, two years. And we haven't really had a lot of copies, because this is usually what happens when you get a film like this that comes out of nowhere, does so well, you'll try and get these carbon copies of Deadpool. And in the last two years, we haven't really had that many sort of copies. So he's kind of in his unique genre. And it was like when The Hangover came out, there was a bunch of other movies similar to The Hangover, kind of, you know, that started a, a bunch of these adult sort of gross-out comedies, which, you know, Bridesmaids came about, and, you know, other movies like that. Have you seen Bridema- Bridesmaids? Once, you maybe. Didn't like Bridesmaids. I don't remember. Bridesmaids is almost like the ma- the female hangover, but you know, still is entertaining. Watch it. It's good. Um, you'd like it, but yeah. So yeah, I agree with you. I think that whilst this remains unique in its own way, um, but I just I hope they don't overkill it because I feel you can overkill this. Like if you just go too far and becomes too repetitive, which I feel this hasn't. This isn't the Hangover Two. This isn't just repeating the same movie it's it's got its own legs i think the other thing to consider is that i'm sure this is something that all of your comic book nerds i don't know who the comic book nerds are but something that like my dad and brother always say who never really read the comic books but like have enough of the comic book sense to know that when they make things into movies and stuff they almost always do tone it down and make Mm, it mm -hmm. closer to a PG version. So I think that the thing about Deadpool as well is that 
you have your comic book nerds who will go to every single superhero movie just to see what they did to the superhero. But I think with Deadpool, they like stayed true to his character more than most comic book movies do. And I think that your comic book nerds are going to get more out of this. Which, no. which I agree, and I think maybe the thing to look at with this is that you're right, it's the fact that people who read the Deadpool comics, like, they expect something, so maybe it's not going to get repetitive to them because that's what they expect. It's no different to Guardians of the Galaxy, which kind of came out of nowhere, was a huge success. The second one was very similar to the first one, but it worked and people loved it. And I enjoyed the second Guardians better than the first Guardians. But that's a type of style of film. But look, we just saw the Guardians working with the Avengers in the first time and that really worked. So, I mean, I think the exciting thing to, to you know, with the whole um, News Corp, Fox, 20th Century, the merger thing that's potentially going to happen with Disney, that we could see X-Men incorporated into the Marvel Universe, is that Deadpool then, hypothetically, in five years' time, could be in a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. You know, I mean, the possibilities are endless. Would it work? Maybe, maybe not. I guess you never thought Guardians of the Galaxy would work with Thor, you know, and yet somehow they managed to make that work. So, would you like to see that? The possibility of maybe one day, like, a Deadpool being in a MCU movie? Or do you think that just wouldn't work? I have absolutely no idea. This is too much for my brain. <laughs> I'm not nerdy enough for this conversation. <laughs> well, I think it get started on X-Men being with the Marvel. Yeah. And I then... think... I think even, like, after the first movie, everyone knew, like there's going to be something mm. where eventually there's an oh, like a real X-Men crossover with Deadpool because it is just so obviously coming from so much of it. It's the, yeah, I, I just think it's kind of Deadpool to X-Men is what Guardians are to like the serious side of the Marvel movies. Like yeah. it's just it's how it is and I think in every comic book universe you've got your really serious stuff and in modern comic books it's all very dark. You know, since the Dark Knight and Batman Begins, it's, we've turned. We've talked a lot about this on the show, but you always need your out and about comedy. So X Men, you've got Deadpool, Marvel, you've got Guardians, DC, The Flash. We just haven't really seen it expanded yet in the movies as such. Besides Justice League, well, DC is different because DC is very dark. But I like DC. We're not getting into that debate again. But you still haven't seen them. You've got to see Justice Sorry. League for The Flash. Barry Allen's awesome in Justice League. I I really liked the TV show The Flash until, like, the season before I left home, so... I need to get you into DC. There's only, like, five DC movies, whereas there's, like, 19 Marvel yes. movies. So, you know, it's a, it's a little bit more of a catch-up. Um, but, yes, I don't know if there's really anything glaring we've missed here to, to talk about. Did you have any issues with the film besides... Julian's character and kind of some of the randomness. Is there anything here that you feel that you just didn't like about it? I really don't think so. Because I walked in expecting it to be super gory. Mm-hmm. And you weren't disappointed? <laughs> it was super gory. It was super gory. One thing actually... It was so funny, though. The one thing that I, I saw, like, a headline, and it was like, all oh, the cameos in Deadpool 2. Didn't really notice that many. Like, Terry Crews maybe was the only one. There was an X-Men bit, which, as I mentioned, which I won't spoil, which kind of was a brief cameo. But there wasn't really anything else unless I was really missing anything. I mean, even the closing credits, if they're crowning that as a cameo, there's a... It's not... Because that wasn't the actor. That was just a scene from the movie, which they just kind of re-edited in a funny way. Um, So, I don't think there really was. 
I could not tell you. I was honestly expecting there to be like an actual moment where like Josh Brolin walks out as Thanos or something like that. And then yeah. it's like, oh, sorry, wrong character or something like that. That would have been good. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anyway, I guess we should really get to our, our ratings. This is a, this is a, you can tell when a, a movie is good when generally it's a short review. As in like, there's two of us. And when. What about your like, um, no, lost my train of thought. Never mind. The ratings? That's what I was about to do, or was yes. there something else? No, well, what, before I get to the ratings, you've had like 20 or so minutes discussing this now. Is this better than the first movie or not? If you had to rank the two Deadpool movies. I still really don't know. Like, I, we watched them basically back to back. We too. did. Like, we watched the first one the night before we went to the second one. So... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would rank this above the first one. I don't know. Only just so. I don't know. I just... The closing credits, I just absolutely lost my shit. They were so funny. Particularly the last two bits of the closing credits were just hilarious. And that, to me, just maybe elevated it slightly. But, um, again, equally is good. Yes. All right, well, what are we doing (laughs) with this? Buying it, renting it, or bidding it? Um, buying it, no question. Buying it. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. 100% buy it. Very much worthy of a buy. Uh, we'd both buy the first one, no doubt. And we've never yeah. really, we'll, we'll do that one day. Ultimately, we'll f- do a full recap of it. But, um, yeah, absolute absolute buy. Um, 100%. I think Ryan Reynolds has finally locked himself into a, a franchise or something that he's probably was hoping the Green Lantern was going to do for him <laughs> and sadly uh, didn't. He tried. He tried, but I think he's kind of... Uh, he's succeeded now. Um, but, Mallory, thank you. We are going to be returning very shortly with another spoiler-free review of another movie which I've already seen, but I'm waiting for Colin to see. It's uh, Solo, a Star Wars story, one that you were going to come see with me, but uh, (laughs) you didn't. Mallory has to get on to the Star Wars movies. But, uh, yes, Solo, uh, I'll say right now, thoroughly enjoyed it. Enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to enjoy it. So I'm looking forward to talking to Colin and hearing his thoughts about it as he's more of a Star Wars nerd. Uh, and outside of Star Wars, we'll also be uh, recapping Jurassic Park 3, because Lost World Jurassic Park has just been put up today. Uh, which, have you ever seen Jurassic Park 3? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know if I've seen the second one. Oh, well, gee, we have to fix... I think I have. You would have, I reckon. But um, as we continue Maybe. Jurassic Park slash World Month, you and I just bought tickets to see... The, the first, first one. A week before the new one comes out, the cinema near us is uh, showing the first one for only $10 on the Wednesday beforehand. So I didn't even give Mallory a choice. I just turned to her and said, the week before we're going to see the first Jurassic Park in the cinemas again, I'll pay for your ticket. Yeah. Which I did. So I was a nice boyfriend. Um, but I'm, are you excited for Jurassic World 2? The answer is yes. Yes. Good. Uh, <laughs> so we'll be looking forward to that. And uh, Mission Impossible six weeks will be coming up soon, Yay! though, too, which I think you want to be involved in. I am in. excited for that. I like Tom Cruise. You do. Yes, I like Tom Cruise, too. Tom Cruise is a nice guy when he's not being all Scientology-esque weird guy. Yes. Uh, outside of that, though, of course, our regular Mondays, we have Lost Tuesdays, we have Nip Tuck Wednesday, we have Third Watch, and uh, Colin and Rossi are doing Paul and Survivor just finished, which I guess is good and bad at the same time. I don't know. I haven't watched this season, so I couldn't really tell you. Uh, but yes, Mallory, as always, thank you. It's a pleasure. We didn't do our introductions this episode. We I'm didn't really do quotes. glad that you skipped over the introductions <laughs> because I realized that I did not think of any quotes from the movie. 
Uh, well, I'll just close it up by saying my name is Ben and I'm off to fight a Cape Crusader with his mother also called Martha. My name is Mallory and... Sorry, Canva. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.